Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rodri. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? Stop I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. Guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. This is the home of Rodri Giggs on football, and we are here to talk 45 minutes of non-stop football. The transfer window is open. The rumours have started. But best of all, the FA Cup is back this weekend, and I'm looking very much to talking about a variety of stories uh, with my good friend Rodri as we're back to uh, our usual spaces of uh, me in Cardiff, Rodders in Bolton, we're uh, we're 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 not next to each other no more, mates. It was no, nice no, for a week. You're saying unusual spot. I'm not. I'm in my bedroom today because I've got the kids downstairs. So they've both one of them taken over the got, room. One of them's obviously got a PlayStation here, but the one's staying over for a few days, so he's brought his as well. So they're both downstairs. So I thought I'd move instead of and asked them to move. They booted you out, in other words, mate. Yeah, they've much, taken yeah. over. <laughs> no, I like um. Dog upstairs. Sorry, just been invaded by my kitten. Let's get rid of you before you cut us off. Um, yeah, no, it was it was cool last week. Like you obviously been in the same place, um, <clears throat> something which we've talked about before as a possibility in the long term. I think be nice, but uh, yeah. we're back to normal, mate. And there's there's loads to discuss. Um, we will discuss the uh, the super six predictions and uh, all that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, I genuinely can't load it up at the moment, so I cannot go through it. What I can tell you is that I'm probably winning. That's all we need to know. Winning what? Super 6? <laughs> no. Never. No, no, I've had a You haven't won one for weeks. I've had a bad two weeks, mate. You know when you scroll on the page, no, I can't even see you. You're like way yeah, down mate. there. I can't be asked going down that far. So. Major four, point, you're four <laughs> points ahead of me. 
Yeah, that's not how well the FPL. Absolute bottom feeder of the FPL. I reckon I'm put. I gotta be bottom of the league in the FPL. I gotta be. Like four, three or four points from bottom, you are rotten. In where I'm, just, where I'm, my trajectory just going. Like you're just going on the way up, mate. Um, uh, no, I yeah. Uh, the the prediction league, mate. I'm literally like, I think, four points behind you or something. Like I'm yeah, very no, very no, close. No, yeah, no. it is. Here you are, I got it up now. Can't have this slander going on. At least, at least. Um, but yeah, so we'll do our predictions at the end of the at the end of the uh, evening and uh, whatnot. Obviously, it's FA Cup, so I want to talk about some of those games and uh, and whatnot. Um, first thing I wanted to talk to you about um, something which caught my eye earlier uh, or yesterday was Dean Saunders on Talksport. Right, Dean Saunders is someone who actually. As talk sport people go, I quite like him. I quite like he's relatively balanced, relatively well informed. He's not quite on the hyperbole of some of the others. Certainly nowhere near the you know the realms of you know Ag Bongahors and these types. But he's he's one of the better ones. And then <clears throat> yesterday they were talking about United, and um, he was talking about Dave Brailsford, and he said, um, "Why are they bringing in a cycling guy who knows nothing about football?" And and this and that and the other. And I was just listening to him go on this kind of big, long tangent about why Dave Brailsford was not appropriate for United if that's what, you know, they want to get football people in. And I was just thinking, the guy literally works for Nice now. And they, not long ago, were top of the French League ahead of Paris. Like, he's doing, they do, they've turned it around at Nice in the last 12 months. But But not just that. He's there as a as like the the figurehead, if you like, the boss man, and then he's going to bring in the likes of Paul Mitchell and Dan Ashworth and the football people to work underneath him. But I just thought Dean Saunders was either very ill informed about what Dale Dave Railsford's about, or I mean another person on in a high end job in radio or football not doing the research. <coughs> you mean? But it's embarrassing, that mate. That. that really does shock me. That really does shock me. It just—I don't understand. Or the the other option is in Talksport, they just have two hosts or two people, two pundits or whatever, and they give them both something to sort of argue and say. And it's not actually what they believe. They just give them a script, effectively. Now that would be very cynical to believe that, but um, I uh, believe that Dean Saunders is. You know, it's. Again, they're talking he, about again. They're talking about Man United. They've obviously got to, they've got to keep it crazy. So that's, uh, that's, they've got to do that. But did Dean you? Saunders, I remember our oh. kid telling me about Dean Saunders, saying, "Oh, he was funny. He was really funny." And, 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 and I met him a few. I met him a, a couple of times, and it was at a sportsman's dinner. Oh my god, he was. Yeah, he, he wasn't funny. He didn't come across boring. He, he's had multiple football jobs, and now he's in radio. So, uh, yeah, obviously these people got to give an opinion, but was his was it as a real opinion? Does he know the facts? He's not going to be making football decisions. He's going to bring bring the best people in for that. So, yeah, being do research good. And the other thing is, Dave Brailsford has made a career in sports, whether it's cycling or other sports, on um, 
getting that extra 1% out of every department well, that's he oversees. That's what I thought straight away when I seen it. He's a cycling guy. So I did a little bit of research. And yeah, he's just, you know... He's just very good at what he does. Yeah, exactly. He gets results, so... Yeah, and I mean, if they, they get the people they're on about, like the three in it, the Paul Mitchell, Dan Ashworth and Blanc from uh, Juve, I think he's at, like, those three people in terms of uh, football and their individual sort of roles within it. So, like, Dan Ashworth will be in charge of the kind of the academy set up and all, and getting people for the future. Paul Mitchell will be doing the transfers and Blanc will be, like, the overseeing the football side of things. Like, those three are pretty much top of their field individually in their jobs. Like, there's no one better. Um, and I just think if... if to Dave Brailsford makes those appointments, then I think it's a very shrewd move. But they are appointments that they're, they're not things which are going to change United on the pitch, you know, Saturday. They are things that are going to change United over a, a period of three to five years, maybe longer. So it'll be interesting what they do around the transfer window and things like that. One thing they've been linked with very heavily this week is uh, Jaden Sancho leaving on loan to Dortmund. I think that's a no brainer. But uh, the one which really found I found interesting, mate, was um, Thomas Muller coming to United um, from, I think, is he at Bayern now? or, or Dort I'm not sure where he is actually at the moment. But he, obviously, Thomas Muller, German legend, has won everything in the game. Uh, he is 34, but he's also exactly what United need. Like, that's why people were saying when they signed Hoyland, they should have tried to get Kane too, because they needed someone for the now, who was experienced and clever and a good finisher, but then takes the pressure off Hoyland. And to me, there's only one other striker who still plays in European football that I'd want Hoyland to learn for and that from, and that's probably Harry Kane. I would put Muller second in the list. I think he's that good. But how would you feel if, if they are able to bring in a Thomas Muller for on loan for the end of the season or, you know, whatever it may be. Well, for six months, yeah, it, it makes sense. But for, for long term, no, you've just said it there. First no, of course. Year, but, um, yeah, because obviously Marshall just a non-starter. Rashford playing up there is a non-starter. Uh, he acts like a baby, doesn't run about, don't use his body, uh, can't play the position, even though he's played there multiple times, just doesn't want to play there. So, yeah, we, need to, we do need someone else there. But... Um, I don't think you get much better than that, mate, for six months. Like Muller. No, he's experienced. And obviously, like you say, it'll help uh, the young kid out. So, yeah, the... we need all we can get at the minute. It's a bit of experience sure. coming from good stock. Uh, being a good player, we've got a good resume. And uh, he'd be a good, play good person to have around the place. But I'll tell you one thing, mate, as well. Is, do you remember the impact that Casemiro had on the group last year with his, yeah. his mentality? Uh, Casemiro and Martinez are both back in full training as of today. If you then add someone like Thomas Muller, that's three winners, three people who've got a mentality of almost like United past where they won't accept jogging about or they won't accept Rashford watching his fullback run past them. They haven't got that attitude and they haven't got that mentality in them. So it would be interesting to see you know, with these injuries, when they get players back, how they how they can improve. Um, 
So that's I thought that was quite a that would be I in my opinion a very shrewd signing. You know whether it comes off is a is another thing because it's <clears throat> it's very difficult to judge these things in transfer window. Um, it's particularly in January because you never know what you know what's rumor what's not. Um, I wanted to ask you. You mentioned um, your brother just now. Uh, I wanted to ask you. Being linked with uh, taking over at Salford City, do you think that's a a starter? Uh, a possibility, uh, a good move if it comes off, makes sense, I, mean, I guess. Me and Carl Robinson, mate. I mean, Carl Robinson. Is it? I mean, totally I think yeah. that would be a great uh, appointment. I got to say, Carl Robinson. Um, they need some, mate. They're really, really struggling um, this year. Well, well they, you know, they have had the manager that's been, that's been promoted, uh, left Salford, got team promoted, and is now in the first division. So they did have a person, but and he's from Salford, and he's an ex-player, but. You know, so what what went wrong with that then? Diddly daddle, give someone a few months and then get rid. Obviously, they've got to give this lad the bloke at eighteen months because it's one of their own who they brought in. So, and uh, that didn't end up well by all, all accounts. But you know, I don't want to speculate. But what do you think is what do you think is going wrong there at the moment? Because obviously they've been doing so well going up the leagues and and progressing. This season, they just well, seem like it's, caught, it's coming on a more level playing field now. So this is where you need stability. You need mm. uh, players that, that that are up for the fight, that are, that um, are going to stick together and you know give their all. But you know it's 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 stability, having a way of play, having you know this chopping and changing can't have helped in the last two and a half years. They've had yeah. four, five managers. And then he's preaching on fucking Sky Sports that, you know, they should be doing this, they should be doing that. I'm like, what, well, boot him in the head because he's saying, I'm like, sort the fucking my club out first before you start preaching about some other club because it's yeah. just a shambles. Maybe he stepped away from it, so that, uh, that's why the, the kids been given a lot longer, but it's still a shambles in a minute. It's just that with the so- manager, when they definitely had a manager that was capable of getting promoted, they just needed to put the... the, the rub your little hands out and just let managers manage. So do you think the problems this season have come about where he has taken a step back? Or is he taking a step back because of the problems? No, I just think he's taking a step back because he's obviously got other things, other commitments as well, you know, Dragon's Dead, yeah. Sky Sports and other things that, he, that, that he's connected with. So, plus, he's not really done a very good job. You'd expect to do what they did with when they got promoted because they got the money they were throwing in. Yes, the managers did well at Burnham and John Oak. They got promoted three times and then got sacked. So mm. uh, they bring in another manager, they bring in another manager, bring Richie Wellens in, who's played for him from the area, been promoted with Swindon. So he's done it. They, he, he doesn't get enough time, doesn't get a year. Um, and then leaves the club, gets the, a second division team promoted, now he's in the first division, comfortable in the middle table. So, you know, what can I say? It's just at the minute they're under pressure because they're at the bottom of the league. They get promoted. Well, they're in danger of going down, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's interesting because um, you, you should got... see some players coming in. That's the way they usually fix it. They'll be, they'll be panicking. We need some quality in. So they'll be yeah. Quality. Well, I think um, I mentioned. I can't remember if I mentioned it to you or someone else, but um, obviously Wrexham are sitting in third in um, League Two. And um, one of the really shrewd signings they brought in in the summer was Stephen Fletcher, who started, he had already been doing quite well, got a couple of assists, 
was creating, but he started banging in the goals. And I mean, I, even at his age, ability, Stockport County doing do, doing pretty well. No, yeah, stability. Like Stephen Fletcher, even at his age, will score goals for fun if he gets like you know a bit of form. Yeah, and, they've and... got Matt Smith. He, 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 yeah, he, has, he plays in the Championship for Leeds, so they've not got they've not got a scrub up there. No, no, I, no, I end, I end not that. mobile. I just... He's not mobile enough. He's big. He's strong, but he's not quick. So it's, mm. you know, if you've got the, a big centre half, which League Two you're going to have, they can handle this kind of, this kind of thing. Should be able to. I mean, obviously, and in Wrexham's case, they got Paul Mullen up there as well, who scores goals for fun at that level. There, yeah. The interesting thing with Salford, mate, is uh, you mentioned Richie Wellens. We had Richie Wellens on um, the sh- on the podcast with me and Andy back in the, you know, when we were having different people on each week. And uh, the I remember being struck by when I was speaking to him, uh, like how very it was clear that he's very knowledgeable, like from a tactical point of view, and like the way he was talking about the game and football he wasn't just like another ex-player talking about his career well, Richie Wellens is you know he was a good player he played for United he, he grew up he's obviously a Salford lad grew up in the United system left United to go I think it was Leicester and had a really really decent career okay career but then obviously going into coaching gets promoted with Swindon uh, obviously gets his Probably not his dream job. His dream job probably United, but the second to that is his hometown, his home city club, gets gets a, a chance to do it and then doesn't give enough time and then gets sacked and then obviously goes in and does well. So, you know, it, it's it's all right being uh, multiple Premier League winners and, and, and very good footballers, but League Two is a totally different animal, and, and these footballers these footballers need to just you know just be an owner and, and just let these managers manage and do what yeah. they do. Because it, it, you know, it, I'm sure if if one of three of them decided to do it, they'd probably do a better, a, a good job. But you know, they have the children not to do that. But yeah, I'm in Carl Robinson, but I could be wrong. So I read yesterday that um, Ryan was being heavily linked with it, and I thought it wouldn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, you're not it makes much, sense, you're doesn't not, it? Not going to get much stick um, only on a way. Grounds, it, no, it's it's close to home. It's a safe option for him. It's always there. It doesn't surprise me. Anything safe, no, nothing out of the box or taking a chance or it's a safe option. Same with the Wales. It it was a safe option. Yes, it could go wrong, but ultimately it was a safe option. And I think as well is it's a way for him to get back into the game. I suppose, isn't it? Like if yeah. there is bigger it's, clubs yeah, which it's, don't it's want to there in a League Two club, then. Um, where do you go from there? Well, that and that's that's I guess like you say, it's the safe option. But I suppose in one one aspect, it's almost there is a bit of risk to it because if it goes horribly wrong, like it has for Rooney at Birmingham, you kind of where do you go from there? Yeah, but if he's in there, uh, if he's in there, he's going to get back to the hill. Aren't they, so? Yeah, yeah. He's one. Of, he's one of the owners, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So how's that work? He'd have to sack himself or. I don't know how that works, it's a tricky situation, isn't it? Yeah, it'd be an awkward conversation, I'd say yeah. the least. <laughs> um, on Rooney, mate, 16 games at Birmingham. We talk about all the time, like, the, the lack of time that managers get. I think there's two aspects to it. First and foremost, they should never have sacked Paul Eustace. He was flying. They were playing great football. 
in the top, you know, in the playoffs, there was no conceivable reason to get rid of him. There's that aspect of it. And then there's the aspect of, was Wayne Rooney ready for a top sort of championship job? Some would say no. Some would say, well, you've got to give him a chance at some point. My argument would be, once you give him the chance and once he's got the job, whether it's at Birmingham or anywhere else, 16 games is not enough to implement your playing style or anything else. 16 games is just not enough for any manager. No, it's, 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 it's not enough. Like we're talking about, um, what, touching on there, Richie Williams. But um, first of all, like you said, the first bad bad decision is to get rid of the manager that's got him to sit. You know, usually becoming you, 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 either the, the, the manager's been poached or the manager's been poached or the, well, this happens, what, what's happened here. But it's a strange, it's a strange look. Usually, you come into a club, you come into a club, you're, they're in a bit of a sticky situation, unless the, the guy's been poached and, and you've been doing well. But um, yeah, he's, he's obviously tried to change too much coming in. Uh, which is probably an inexperienced coach, even though he's an experienced player, and you know they've got it wrong. They've, they've never, they've never even really been close. I've, and I've watched watched them as well. Not enjoyable watch. Always getting battered by at least two goals. So it's it's a result business. You know they look. I look at it and think, you know, we, we're going to bring some players in here. We're going to trust this guy. Or we're going to we're going to bring it. We're going to press the the panic button and get rid and bring someone else in, which, which they've done. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult one, but it's a result business. And if you don't get results and you've got a, um, an ownership that, that are impatient, then this is what you're going to get. Yeah, they almost put themselves into this position where they didn't have a choice, did they? Because it was, <clears throat> you had, they, again, there was almost two aspects to it because the fans didn't want him. Like they didn't fancy him in the first place, so he was always it was always a bit of an uphill battle with the fans. But the, you know, fans like if he had, if he was winning football matches, the fans would have soon been fine. It's decision making. Decision making. His decision making in management has been shocking. Why the fuck would you stay at Derby like when you stay at Derby? All right, he, 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 his, his reputation was very good there because it did really well from the, the points they had deducted. But then he tried to stay with him. Then, then when went to America, um, didn't do didn't do very well there. And come back here and told the Birmingham City job. I'll tell you why he told the Birmingham City job. In in my opinion, all right, it's a big enough club and it's got a, a, a nice model. But it's flipping half an hour from his own. This is what these people think. It's convenient. It's you know. It's that's never a good reason to go somewhere, is it? Like convenience. No, no. And Birmingham. But what's your connection to Birmingham? Could you not have waited for a, for a job that you've had? That, that, just, just the Birmingham. You just don't just yeah. Birmingham away really just didn't mix. So obviously didn't mix, and it's down and all. And he's representing so you know, not well as a coach at the minute because yeah. Is his reputation better or worse than Steven Gerrard's currently? Well, Steven Gerrard won league. As a coach. Yeah. 
I suppose. Stephen Jones uh, yeah. did very well at Rangers. Yes, he didn't do well at well, Villa, but then we've seen that with Umay Emery coming in doing what he's done with the same players. So there's a difference yeah, but... a difference with, with a top player and a top coach. These coaches have been doing it for, for how long he's been playing. So while he's been playing, he's been learning the game and learning the game. And this is what these coaches, these what these ex-players forget and, and, and seem to just think, oh, because I've played the game. It's just not the same. This is why you need to bring a very, very, very experienced coach in with you, which he's done usually. You know, uh, Gary McAllister, uh, Beal, but this Beal seems to have gone on now on, on his own. So maybe it was that connection. You know, we've, we've seen it before. So uh, no, Stephen Gerrard's got a much better reputation and you know a much bigger bank account on his own. But... <laughs> Playing for four hundred fans a week, um, it's look. Yeah, med- you getting paid four hundred. When you getting paid four hundred grand a week, it eases the blow. Yeah, I bet. Do you know? Obviously, like I mentioned, the fans were against Rooney from the you know from the get go, really. And but I, I I still stand by. If he had won football matches, the fans would have been on side very quickly. Like I do believe that one hundred percent. However, do you think there was any part of the playing squad? Who weren't on board with him? Yes. Because obviously those players were playing for John Eustace. Yes, yes. Definitely. So they there must have one, been a bit of a performance off. where he said he could have subbed all of them except a seventeen-year-old. No, that was the other week. Wasn't it? Like that early on. Yeah, alarm bells, mate. Alarm bells. Because you know it's all right being a great player, but you know that only went that only that only lasts for so long. That in the dressing room, players look like. Players that wouldn't get, I wouldn't give a but care who you was. Can you coach? Can you get us get get us uh, win games? And if you're not, then yeah, it's not going to go well. And, and like we and see, the other thing, mate, is football is changing all the time. So like, he retired, was at Derby a bit, and then he's gone to America for at least eighteen months. Was it two years? Was he in America? He was out there for at least a year or so, you know, 18 months. Like, I think the difference in the American game to the English game and the, and the Premier League and the Championship is so vast that even two years away from it, can you can miss things that, you know, changes in the way teams play. Like, you look at the Championship, mate, and particularly like that sort of top 15 a lot of them, they're so experienced at that championship level and their squads are proven championship players. And that's why it's, it's so tight, difficult. Though. It wouldn't surprise me. It's tight though, always. I wouldn't surprise you now if someone comes into Birmingham and you see Birmingham around the playoffs at the end of the season. Well, mate, if they've got any sense, they'd be trying to get John Eustace back in, if you ask me. You would, you would, think, you would think, wouldn't you? Knows the players. It, they're, they're done wrong. Let's if you're him, though, mate, surely you're telling them to get lost. What? If you're John Eustace, surely you're telling them to get fucked. Well, they're still paying him, so it makes sense. I suppose, he's yeah. He's obviously expressed he wants he would he would be open to it, so why not? Yeah, I I don't know. It but just feels you, you know these businessmen that are not gonna they're gonna do it either. They're not gonna cut the nose off the spider face. No, yeah, just yeah. Yeah, it feels feels dirty. Um, let's have a look at some of the comments. Uh, Reese said. Uh, I'm sure Muller has been playing number 10 for the last few years rather than a striker. But, I mean, 
I don't think that's necessarily a problem for the way United play because if they set up with, say, Casemiro and well, Mane... It is, mate. Like, it is, mate, because they keep on throwing Bruno around all over the show and he's too erratic. He needs to just sit with, in one position. And but that's what I'm saying. Position. I don't want to see you getting the ball off the centre-half. So I want you seeing you in that number 10 position, creating, creating. But, but that's what I'm saying. I think if you put... Say you've got Casemiro and Mainu as your two in midfield and then Bruno and Muller, you can have yeah, Bruno make runs. No, but I just what I mean is like Bruno is quite happy to get forward and get in the box. So if Muller drops deep, Bruno will go beyond him. Is what yeah, I mean. He drops deep in a four-man midfield. How does that work? Well, it's like he does. He does similar to what like Kane does, where he'll drop into the space and oh, right, create, okay. create, create, create right. for others. He's playing as a number nine, but he'll drop deep and Bruno. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Bruno would just go beyond him. I don't it's, think that's a massive it's issue. It's an option. It's an option, but we need, we need a, a strike who scores goals. Yeah, not, of course. Not thirty-four year old. He's a great finisher, mate. Who doesn't get? A but game I think out. with Muller, even if he plays every other game to give Hoyland a bit of a break, and and Hoyland can kind of just take the pressure off him because Muller is a great finisher. So I do think that. He'd be a, an intelligent short-term signing. Yeah, uh, they need to go forward, not getting a thirty-four-year-old guy who's not getting games on uh, Bayern Munich and, and coming to United for what? We need guys who score the goals. Is he guaranteed yeah. to score? No. Um, so uh, someone said, uh, "Did you see Rooney's son was messaging someone saying Birmingham players are shite? Uh, they were going to sign twelve players in January, including Raúl Jiménez, um, and then he made comments about the players." Um, and now he's gone. I haven't. I hadn't seen that. I've got to be honest. But I mean, hey, he's fourteen, mate. Come on. He's just yeah, kidding. you can't. No, hold anything against people. Dad, you? But you know, if he keeps on responding to this stuff, it's not going to go well for him. So I won't respond. Yeah, you gotta just not respond, haven't they? Like I do feel. I feel sorry for him, mate. I look at my my own fourteen year old, and I wonder how he would deal I, with. I, unfortunately, I know what he's going to have to go through. But he's supposed to be a good footballer. Well, I was going to say. So, well, you know, hopefully he gets looked after. Yeah, mate, because like I, you know, I know how much stick you've had over the years. Like, but I just think like when I when I look at my fourteen year old and I think, I'm like, what would it be like for him if you just got strange blokes who you've never met just messaging you, abusing you, going, ah, oh, your dad's shit, your dad's this, that. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's granny, brutal. Granny, granny, jagger this, granny, no, no, yeah, no. yeah. Up, but yeah, like just, how, but I can get out of line, though. So, you know, got to, got to remember he's a 14 year old kid and just exactly you know, that. Little learn, obviously, hopefully, he learn the hard way, keeps on commenting, but you know, especially when it backfires on him like this. So, uh, yeah, just concentrate on your foot. But he's got a new girlfriend by all accounts, so enjoy mm. that. Sure, exactly that, mate. Um, and obviously, Rooney came into a setup where Birmingham were doing very well. And then suddenly they're not doing very well. It doesn't look great for him in the aftermath. He's going to have to do something to repair his reputation as a coach. Maybe he goes somewhere as an assistant or as a first, like as a, as a an actual coach. To yeah, kind I don't of, see that. I don't see that. Man. I just I don't know where he goes from here, really, mate. But um, if I pop up, mate, six months football changed pretty quick. Six months, people forget, and he'll get another job. It's Wayne Rooney. Be managing Salford, mate. Now, <laughs> before you know it, um, uh, he's been having two uh, years, but he's getting offered the Everton job. 
yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see him pop up at Everton in the but next ten years. Turn down to be fair, because he could have ruined himself there, but his hometown club. Yeah, I think that could have gone. Not even got relegated. Could have gone horribly wrong, couldn't it? If he, yeah, yeah. if he had taken them down, like you think how close they've come to relegation in the last couple of seasons, that could have gone uh, horribly wrong. I think is the is the word. Yeah. <clears throat> um, right, let's have a look at some of these FA Cup final um, fixtures. Any of them sort of take your take your fancy? Where you think, oh, that'll be a good game. Um, I'd love to look. Let me just I'd love to look at them. Uh, so Palace have played Everton as we speak in the yeah, FA Cup. I've seen that. But um, let's get the fixture. Is there is there Arsenal playing someone? Who's Arsenal playing? Um, Ar- Arsenal Liverpool. That's the one. That's yeah, the, that's, that's going to be around, isn't it? Do you think both teams will rest a lot of players? I think it'll be half and half. What would you do, just quick, very quickly, with United? Would you rest players against Wigan? Would you play a strong no, side? No. Would you rest, rest players? They've not fucking they're not, not played for what? When was the last time they played? Yeah, it's probably at least a week, isn't it? And also, they, they've got no European football. They've got no League Cup football. So, this is their... When was the last time they played? They haven't played since Saturday. Since Forest, yeah. Yeah, since Forest, so... And they don't play till Monday, so, no. I'll be playing every, uh, the strongest team possible because imagine you don't get don't get a result there. Fucking yeah, he'll be. Made, you I think research, if you know the pitch is a shit, is the pitch will be great, mind you. The rugby stop, it? so it might be all right. So, but yeah, what? How are Wigan doing this year? I, my screen's frozen, so I can't bring up the league type league table. What, but what? T- what? Um, legally in the league, League One, in that. League yeah, League One. They are seventeenth. Oh Jesus! So that's a bit like if United, if United lose that, if United lose that on Monday, then Ten Hag will go. In my opinion, this is why you can't be resting players. You got to use the players' strongest team. Jobs on the well, line. The thing you is, you get beat that fucking Wigan. You, 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 the Knives will be out. Yeah, and Martinez and um, Casemiro will have trained for a week, so you could get some minutes in their leg, give them half, or give them an hour. Um, yeah, if I was him, I'd be playing as strong it's a team a as possible. Perfect game for that, mate, because usually they'd play a reserve game, or this is more like yeah. reserve game. Wigan, a, 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 a league one side, so this is that's where you got. That's where I'd look at it anyway. Would but, you play the other keeper, that Bayern Dia, because obviously Onan has got to go soon. Yes, you yes, have yeah. got to have a look at him at some point, haven't you? Yes, yes, I doubt he will, <laughs> because, but yes. No, I don't think he will either. But I suppose I suppose maybe the reason he's not in too much of a hurry to look at that keeper is because he knows he's got Tom Heaton, who's there. So, you know, Tom Heaton's a reliable Premier League goalkeeper. You know, he's not in that top, top tier, but he's a reliable Premier League goalkeeper for a month that they could use if the, other, if the young lad's not, um, not up to it. Um, Sunderland versus Newcastle, mate, that would be a good... Uh, a good FA Cup game on the weekend. I, I like the like the sound of that. Sunderland Newcastle. Yeah, I think that's a yeah, great yeah, that's, game. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the Michael Chopra derby. Um, you got the Liverpool game. Oh, my bloody screen's free, freezing, frozen, so I can't even bring up my um, my predictions at the moment. Um, 
who do you think, right, like, uh, I know it's impossible to say with any semblance of analysis, but who do you fancy for the FA Cup this year? Uh, I've got a sneaky feeling for Newcastle, but, um, yeah, I would like United to be there thereabouts, but, you know, the usual suspects, may it? Yeah, I mean, Arsenal have got a good recent record, haven't they, in the FA Cup? Obviously, obviously one, of, one of the big ones going to go out because of, uh, of a pill Arsenal, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, that's one last team. I'd like to see a Villa or someone maybe prioritise the FA Cup. That'd be nice to see. Oh, but I mean... Villa win it. But they're going to go for, you know, the likes of Villa, Newcastle, they're all fighting for top four. So and they're all, if it comes down to it, going to prioritise the top four over the FA Cup, which is... Insane in some ways that you prioritise a league position that's not top over winning a trophy, but mm. it's just the way football is now, and it is unfortunately. But um, I would, I think, I don't think, I wouldn't be surprised if United have a good run in the FA Cup. I also wouldn't be surprised if they went out on Monday. But I just got a feeling that um, Ten Hag will use it. He last year in all the cup in the League Cup all the way through he played a really strong side and I think he'll do that again I think people are underestimating the impact on and the amount of injuries that United have had and that impact on how it will improve the team when they come back do you agree with that obviously you're a United fan you watch them more than me like I look at the injuries they've got and a lot of them are the players who he relied on last year as his strongest team. So, of course, they're not as good as they were last year because those players who he relied on last year haven't been in the side with the new signings. Yeah. It's like common sense, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, like the likes of Mason Mount and that haven't played with Martinez and, and for any semblance, you know, or Casemiro and Amrabat and these people, they haven't played with the players who took United or did well with United last year. So it's a, it's a, it is a tricky one because United have been that bad that you almost think, oh, you know, you wouldn't be surprised if Wigan went and beat them on Monday. Um, who do you fancy out of Newcastle and Sunderland, mate? Just I'm yeah. trying to get my is super six up. Um, I believe so, yeah. Um, yeah, you'd, you'd expect Newcastle to win, but that'll be a tough one. That be a tough one. Sunderland would be bang up for it, mate, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, defo, defo. Oh no, it's at Sunderland. Is it? Ooh. Yeah. So, so fifty-fifty that, mate. It's fifty-fifty. So you'd expect Newcastle yeah. to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if Sunderland got a result there. Oh, Sunderland just reminded me of something I wanted to ask you. One player who I thought. Newport versus Eastleigh. Oh, come on, the Newport. One player, actually, in that United Forest game, which I was quite... Which just caught my eye a little bit, mate, um, was that uh, uh, Diallo, who came off the bench for United. I think... Yeah, yeah he, he, he looked, looked lively, didn't he? He did, yeah. I thought he used the ball well, but he also, when he did have a little dribble, he beat his man very easily. He looked threatening, didn't he? He looked threatening as well. Um, I'd start him against Wigan, I would, mate, yeah, I would. because Anthony, Anthony's doing fuck all. Yeah, I would. Um, 
Rashford, well, we've made our feelings clear on his attitude recently. Um, I think Garnacho could probably do with a little rest because he started most, he's played like 90 minutes most of the time recently. So I don't think, you know, you could give Garnacho a rest, play Diallo off the right, Hoyland and, and then whoever off the left. I suppose you'd have to play Rashford, but um, Mason Mount back in training as well. So, I mean, the players are coming back for him. Um, I can't, I can't access my predictions for the Super Six, mate. So if you can get the, go on then. If you're a, if you're able to get the thing up, I'll just tell you my predictions. Because um, for some reason I can't get it right. going. Uh, Stoke versus Brighton. Oof. Um, three-one Brighton. I'm gonna go. Uh, it's gonna be nice. What's the What's the weather gonna be like when? It's supposed to be all right on the weekends, I think. No, no. Weather-wise, it's windy. It's a horrible place that it's gonna be signed. Yes, two-one, Brighton. Go on, lads. Oh wait, QPR, lads. QPR home to Bournemouth. Oh, uh, Bournemouth two-nil. Um, yeah, I'll go Bournemouth 1 0. Uh, Chelsea at home to Preston 2 oh. 0. Chelsea, yeah, I think Preston have been pretty good this year. They've fallen off a little bit recently, lost four of the last five. Yeah, Chelsea, um, <coughs> Chelsea 2 1. Chelsea 2-1. Middlesbrough at home to Aston Villa. Oh, what a game that is. Um, did you say Middlesbrough at home? At home to Aston Villa. Yeah, I'll go Middlesbrough 2, Aston Villa 1. Oh, God, that's what I put. So, I'm going to change it and put Villa 2-1. Try to copy me again. No, I've changed it. Yeah. I've, my, mine's already in. Look, I'm yeah. doing it. Yours is not. Uh, Manchester City at home to Huddersfield 4-1 um, Yeah, I'll go 4 nil City Oh yeah, so he's copying him Yeah, alright Arsenal mm-hmm. v Liverpool Oof It's a humdinger um, So I'm looking at the fringe players and which team's got the better fringe players and um, it's quite close, you know uh, I'm going to go Liverpool to win 2-1 and Arsenal will have lost three on the bounce then. I've got Arsenal 2-1. Interesting. Is Arteta under pressure if they lose again? Yeah. They'll have lost three in a row, won't they then? Yeah. Well, they're still, they're still where they're in the league. They're still... Fourth. Mm. Obviously, but they'd be out of, the, out of the FA Cup. They'd be fourth in the league. Yeah, and they'd have lost be, three yeah. games. I don't think they've pressed the panic button right now, right yet, but yeah. Well, they'd have lost. They'd have lost three in the bounce, anyway. And they wouldn't. And they'd have lost three on the bounce, but they wouldn't have won a game for four games either. So, yeah. So they're having so, you know, a wobble. We're we're having an absolute shocking season. We're only nine points behind them. (laughs) It's what I mean. People like talk sport, and that they get carried away, and 
it's the world's ending and all this sort of stuff. And actually, when you break it down, it's not as bad as it looks, you know? No, I've always thought that when these top four sides don't do well, that they seem to, you know, when, when, once you start picking up the pace and they start winning these like two, three, four, five on the bounce, you fly up the table pretty quickly. There's not all yeah. these teams in the mid table do that. So, but we'll see. Still a long way to go and it's not, it's not great. I, the Villa game is okay, but the rest has been poor. So, but hopefully, players coming back, we'll see what happens. And I think this year the Premier League is much more like the Championship than ever before in terms of, like, say Liverpool, who are top right, could go and play Luton next week, and Luton well, could get a result. They got a late goal to to win <clears> one, though. Yeah, or you could have like Forest in fifteenth beat United. You got. Um, you know, Sheffield United are bottom. They've lost three of the last four, but actually their form since they changed manager has picked up quite considerably. So it's really interesting to be the Premier League this year because I think any team in the second part of the season which gets a bit of momentum going could end up, you know, having a good, good run at the end of the season and, and be in a much more comfortable place. I don't think that top four is guaranteed for anyone outside of Liverpool and City, really. I think everyone else is battling for top four. Would you disagree with that? No, no, don't agree. No, no. Because I think Tottenham, Arsenal, West Ham, Villa, Brighton, United, Newcastle, maybe even as far down as Chelsea, if they go on a run of, you know, 10 games or whatever, Lots of wins. They'll be up there and they'll be in that top four. So it's uh, it's going to be fascinating watching the Premier League this year. It really is because um, I think it's there for the taking for anyone, whether that's a new side like a Villa or someone to get the top four or a Brighton or or a United to get themselves together and push on. It's, it'll be fascinating to watch, but it really will. Um, <clears throat> what's... Uh, what's what have you got going on on the weekend then, mate? Um, well, Little Lytton's got chicken pots. He's just, he's just been, he, can he play a football game if he's got chicken pots? Uh, I don't think so. It used to be after yeah, the third, yeah, once so, they crossed over, isn't it? They, they can so, sort of mingle well, again. He's got game Saturday, first game, but I don't think he'll play. But tomorrow I'm playing golf at the Marriott. Of course you are. Chilling Saturday, obviously. I'll take him to football, but he obviously won't be playing. But, and then Sunday golf again. Uh, I'll in, have a Sunday roast in Alberts. I won't tell you the place or the, the, the actual place, but Albert Sunday roast, absolute stalwart in there on a Sunday. Sunday roast, big God. Yorkshire pudding, oh the lot. But um, home reach it six o'clock. No, actually, it's booked for six o'clock. So I'll eat that straight home for about half seven. Sit in baby bed and get me and Steve Hansen for the next five and a half hours with no adverts on NFL Red Zone. There you go. And there's UFC on Saturday. You've got um, and Kaloff versus Johnny Walker on Saturday as well. And Jim Miller's fighting. So yeah. there's a couple of good good fights. Ricky Simone. Zero alcohol taken. Yeah, well, it's been Christmas has been brutal, haven't it? Well, I haven't really drink over Christmas to be honest, but yeah. No alcohol. Every, every time I saw you, you had a pint in your hands. That's the first, that's the only drink, drunk I've had in about a month. 
on yeah, the kids' lives. Yeah, you know, lives. I am. Um... kids' lives. <coughs> I'll tell a lie, I had a beer uh, when I had a food, when it, with my food a couple of days ago. But that's it. That's about three pints for about a month. Don't drink. Yeah, me neither. I am. Um... I tend to have like one when I do the fan shows and that. Look, just See, one. That's the one you miss it for. I mean, I give a fruit half that way, give it back. I know. I turned around. I thought I had like a mouthful left in my drink and we were packing away. And I turned around and my missus went, Roger just tipped his drink in your flipping glass. I was like, I had a little shit because if I was drinking shandy, wasn't I? Because I was driving and you bloody chucked it in my beer. Yeah, you loud one, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sure you didn't let it go away. No, my missus had a... She loves a lager. Um, so, Reese's mum, who works at a school, she said, um, if the chicken pox is scabbed over, then you're allowed to, like, mingle and, you know, do whatever, like, basically. But you've got to wait, because when they scab over the spots, they're not contagious anymore. So yeah. you can effectively go and play football. It's if as long as you're gaining new spots, in it. That's the problem. Yeah. So I'll have a look at yeah. them tomorrow. I'll have a look at them tomorrow. Check and I'll... Yeah, so nice one, Lorna. Uh, it's good to know. But yeah, there's some no, of them are scabbed over, but if he's still getting new ones, then yeah. Yeah, you can't. Can you? No football yeah, can... tomorrow. I mean, Saturday. The other parents won't be happy if you go and uh, give yeah, the team yeah, chicken exactly. pox, isn't it? More, um, more, it's, more, um... another, week, another week off for the kids if you've got to stay at home. Yeah, I'll be... <clears> yeah, Did I'll you go stay. back this week? Or no. are you back on Monday? Monday. I am. Um, today started off brutally bad. It's ended quite well, mate. And um, when one door opens, another another no one, sixty-five no one, opens. No one dies. It usually does work itself out, mate. Yeah, that's it, mate. Isn't it? A and I think also, Facebook. That's it, mate. A, a, and a post, Ace Podcast Nation Facebook. That's Great. it, mate. Just, in a bit, motherfucker. And uh, I can't end it. We're still live. Don't say anything. We're still live. Don't say anything. Don't get giddy. Look at him. Don't get proper giddy. Sports Social Podcast Network.